the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every Christian's desire should be to live a life that is pleasing before God. Listen in today as Pastor Draper speaks to us about living to please God. Pastor Draper will be speaking from 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, the first verse. Amen. Scripture comes this morning from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And there you will find these words. Actually, it was our scripture memory verse for last month, so it ought to be in your spirit by now. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And my message title comes this morning in the form of a prayer. And that prayer subject is, Lord, make me a living sacrifice. That ought to be the prayer of all of our hearts. Lord, make me a living sacrifice. But if he's going to make you a living sacrifice, you you, got to know what the word sacrifice really means or you'll not be made a living sacrifice. So let me give you a definition. What is a sacrifice? To be a living sacrifice is to surrender my whole being and everything, say everything, everything I possess as an offering to the Lord. Isn't that simple? It is to surrender, to be a living sacrifice is to surrender my whole being, my body, soul, spirit, and everything I possess, say possess, as an offering to the Lord. My body is a gift from God. Say gift. And it is to be used as a sacrificial offering to him. I'm to present my body as a, not a one-time sacrifice, not a once a week sacrifice, not a yearly sacrifice. I am to present my body as an ongoing, continuous, perpetual sacrifice to God. And to do anything less is to fall short of God's glory. I mean, we're not just a sacrifice today and then tomorrow we off. Sunday we off. Monday we look like the devil. I mean, every day we are a continual, perpetual, living offering to God. I like to know what, I have a question I want to pose to you. What kind of offering are you? 
Are you a sweet-smelling aroma to God as an offering before him? Or are you a stinky, smelly stench in the nostrils of God? It's only two kinds of offerings, acceptable or unacceptable. And all of us in this room fall into one of the two categories. Which one are you? Since our body is a gift from God, we must not abuse it. Now, we were established it's a gift, right? It's a gift. We didn't have to be a body. We didn't have to. God did not have to make you a man or a woman. You could have been made a cockroach, a chicken. You could have been made a cow, a hog. Uh, we could be chewing on you for dinner. <laughs> he did not have to make you a man or woman. Thank God that he made us a human. Uh, 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 we are the crown of God's own creation. There, there is nothing on earth like man and woman. As a matter of fact, when he made us, he said, it's good. Since our body is a gift from God, and we need to consider these four things. A, we must watch what we put into our bodies and proper eating habits. Amen. We have to watch improper eating habits is a detriment to our body. God is calling us to eat healthier. God is calling us not to eat ourselves to death. And some of y'all eating stuff you know you ought not be eating, driving your blood pressure up, pinching and sneaking and carrying on. B, insufficient exercise. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, I just got to take me a pinch. And before you know it, you got the whole pie. <laughs> uh, insufficient exercise. How are you exercising Are you exercising the gift of God's body? That body needs exercise. It is not made to be dormant. It is made for human activity. That's why it's a dangerous thing when you get 65 and say, I'm going to just get in my rocking chair. Well, you're going to rock yourself on into eternity. As long as you can move, get up and move. Do you not know when you go through surgery, how many of y'all have had major surgery or some kind of surgery? And listen, you sick as you can be, they come you out of, they bring you out of recovery. And the first thing they want to do, you, they cut you open, ripped you apart, took everything out. Now they say, you got that roll bone half stuff showing out the back. And they talking about walk. Walk? Huh? And you just, you know I mean? Walk? I'm sick. You just cut me open and you trying to get me walking. I don't want to walk. They say, you walk or you die. You walk or you're going to get pneumonia. You walk or you're going to be overtaken. There's healing and getting you to move, getting your body going again as soon as possible to keep down certain things that could come upon you simply because you are not productive. Then see, we must not abuse our bodies by insufficient rest. Say insufficient rest. Stretching our bodies beyond the limits. I mean, taking on more and more hours. There are some jobs we work on we will never get through, such as ministry. My wife and I, we just have to establish stopping points. I tell my wife, now, darling, you got to find a stopping point. If you don't find a stopping point, you ain't going to stop. And Satan can kill us with a good thing. Overexert yourself, pressure on yourself. 
not using wisdom and when to start, how much to take on, when to say enough. Listen, it'll be there tomorrow. It's not going anywhere. So rest, stretching your body beyond its potential is very hazardous. And then D, uh, this, is a, this body is a gift from God, defilement through engaging in drugs, uh, gambling, defiling our body through drunkenness and sexual immorality, defiling our body through homosexuality, premarital sex, defiling our body through adultery, bestiality, defiling our body through pornography, cussing, gossip, lying, tattoos, excessive body piercing, grieves the heart of Almighty God. And all of us are guilty of something on this list. And anything else that I didn't list that should have been on this list and you know what it is, you need to surrender that to God too. You say, I didn't call mine. Well, you gonna call it. (laughs) You gonna call it. You call it. Since I didn't call it, you call it. Since our body belongs to God, say God. Since our body is a sacred gift from God, our body belongs to God. It is a sacred gift from God. And look, and bigger, it is inhabited by God. That's an awesome thought. That's, did you, it belongs to God. It is a sacred gift from God. And it is inhabited by God. Let's, let's, let's say that together. Since our body, what? Belongs to God. Is a what? Sacred gift from God. And what? Inhabited by God. Which means God lives in us. We must not violate the sacredness of our bodies, which is a precious gift from God. Our bodies must not be violated. It is a sacred gift from whom? And we must also seek his permission as to what we put in our bodies as well as what we put on our bodies. So we have to guard against what we put what? In our bodies as well as what? Simply because this body is the temple of God, where the spirit of God dwells. How many of you know you're saved by the Holy Ghost? If you're not saved by the Holy Ghost, you're not saved. The Holy, the Holy Ghost saves you, and then the Holy Ghost lives. If he saves you, he lives in you. Now, he's not in you today and out you tomorrow. He's in to work the work that God is calling you to do, to empower you and do all these things. And those who defiantly defile the body, those who defiantly, knowingly defile the body, which is exclusively set apart for God and his divine purposes, will be destroyed by God himself. Now, that's a big thought. That's how powerful and explosive that this passage really is. Those who, get that, defiantly, rebelliously defile the temple wherein the Holy Spirit lives. Put yourself in danger of being destroyed by God himself. Now, will that get your attention? Look how quiet it got thin. You want me to show you a scripture on that? 
Say yes, sir. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. I preface everything with the scripture because the scripture is the final authority in the Lord's church. 1 Corinthians chapter what? 3, verses 16 and 17. Okay, look what it says. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in who? You. Say me. If anyone, no matter who you are, young Christian, adolescent Christian, young adult Christian, old goat Christian. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy. Look at the underline that God will destroy him for the temple of God is what? Holy. Which temple you are. The temple of God is holy. God made you. That makes it holy. And then God dwells in you. And if you mess with the sacredness of this temple, you jeopardize your very life. Look at first. You said, well, give me something else. I sure will. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 19 through 20. Look at first Corinthians chapter six. Let the word of God speak. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 19 and 20. Look, if you will. First Corinthians, when you finally say amen. Just a few chapters over. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 19 and 20. Look what it says. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Underline that. Please, don't be afraid to write in your Bible unless it is not your Bible. You are not your own. You know why y'all do whatever you want to your body? Could care less? Marking it up? Subjecting it to everything? Because Satan has duped you into thinking that your body belongs to you. That's why you do what you want to do. It's good. That was not my body. My body? You, did you create your body? What did you have to do with your birth? You are not your own, verse 20, for you were bought at a price. God paid for you through his shed blood. Therefore, glorify, which means praise, exalt God in your what? Body and in your spirit, which belongs to whom? God. Now, y'all, that's a staggering passage. And that's so, if I, I can get a benediction right there. Because I believe all of us in this room have fallen short already as it relates to what we've done with our body. Why don't you just say amen? And that's why you come to church, so we can do better. And so we can repent of all this stuff we've been doing to our bodies. You to see God. When is the last time you prayed to the Lord about what you're going to wear? I did. You said, everything I got on, I prayed about. I'm just going, to, oh, what am I going to put on? What I'm, I said, Lord, what you want me to wear this morning? I tell you what, if you start asking God what to put on, it'll transform your attire. Especially you young folk. God, do you want me to wear this? Do you want these holes all right here? Do you want this split like this? Do you want this V coming down? Y'all mean, is this too short, God? Is this, is this representative of you? If all of us would ask that poignant, penetrating question as we approach the Lord's closet. See, at the time, you didn't have those choices. You just washed and you wore the same thing. 
what does God require of a living sacrifice? How many of you really want to be a living sacrifice? You heard the definition. You heard how important that body is. And God is not playing with this body because it belongs to him. It is sacred. And we are not to violate the sacredness of this body. So with that being said, what does God require of a living sacrifice? You all raised your hand and said you want to be one. Number one, it is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from being in Christ. It is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from being in him. We must be born again. You are born into the kingdom by the spirit of the living God. Gospel of John chapter 3 verse 7 says, Do not marvel that I said to you, Nicodemus, that you must be born again. Apart from the new birth, it is impossible for you to be a living sacrificial offering. Matter of fact, you are not the Lord's offering. You are the devil's offering. Until you come into the kingdom, you belong to Satan. That's right. And that's why Satan do everything to keep you blind. That's why he, when you come into the church, he does everything to, to keep you from seeing the gospel. That's why he keeps your mind distracted. That's why when you begin to pick up the Bible, the phone re, ring five times, he's trying to distract. He doesn't want you into the kingdom. And then once you get, you get into the kingdom, he doesn't want you growing in the kingdom. You got to be born again. You don't work to be saved. You work because you are saved. Number two, what does God require of a living sacrifice? It is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from dying to self. Say dying to self. You and I cannot. It is absolutely 130% impossible for us to be a living sacrifice apart from dying to self. I love what the gospel of John chapter 3 verse 30 says. It says, he must increase and I must decrease. In other words, there are every day we live uh, this year God has brought us into, there ought to be less of us and more of God. When it's more of you and less of God, then that equals selfishness. And when self gets into God's way, it is impossible to be the kind of sacrifice that God is calling us to be. Listen, God wants you to shelve yourself. Did you want to say shelve myself? Yeah, you scared to even say it. Say shelve myself. That's right. God wants to be front and center, and he wants you to put self on the shelf and keep it on the shelf because self has a tremendous way of getting in God's way. I love what 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31 says. You can just jot it down. I'll read it for you. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 31, it says, I affirm by the boasting in you which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I love these three words. I die daily. That is awesome. If you found, if you were already on there, you can underline that. That is one of the most powerful scriptures right there. You say, I die daily. I say, I die daily. Say it a little bit louder. Every day you get up looking to Jesus, a little bit of yourself ought to be dying. A little bit of yourself, a little bit of your mouth ought to be dying. A little bit of your ears hearing the wrong stuff ought to be dying. Where your foot, where your feet are walking to ought to be dying. Ought to be dying to self. And that's the hardest part to deal with is self. I am crucified in, huh, in Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ lives in me. Dying to self. I ain't going to do that. The way you, yourself in the way. Why we got to do that? That's self. I don't feel like going. I'm sleepy. Self. This bed show good on Sunday morning. That's self. I'm tired. I'm self. You go to work, tired. 
You go to work tired. You come on here tired. And the Spirit of God will energize you. You ever came here sick and God got a hold of you? You ever came here with the wrong mindset and all of a sudden God transformed your mindset? When you're out of order, the house of God, the people of God, most of all the word of God will, will put you in order. Change your perspective. Number three, what does God require of a living sacrifice? It is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement. It is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement. In other words, the Spirit of God helps us to uh, surrender our will to Christ. Apart from the Holy Spirit's help, listen, your will can become so stubborn. If I really ask you, some of y'all might be transparent enough to, to own up to it. How many of you all have a stubborn will? Thank y'all for your transparency. A stubborn will. And you know you're stubborn. Amen. And they're stubborn. How many of you got stubborn habits? And on and on and on. And listen, the only way, you you can't break your will. You cannot break your habits. You can't even break that mouth talking too much. Apart from the help of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to help that mouth. Yes, you do, too. You, you, the whole, that attitude is so bad, and it's been bad so long, you can't say, well, today I'm going to have a good attitude. You're just talking crazy. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm laugh, never laughing at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's too ingrained in you. That has become who you are. So, so apart from the Holy Ghost digging that stuff up and churning, man, you, you can't help yourself. Without the help of the Holy Ghost, you cannot do it. Uh, the Holy Ghost even helps us in our weaknesses. I love what uh, Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 26a says. Romans chapter 8, verse 26a, the first clause says, Likewise, the Spirit of God also helps in our weaknesses. I've got weaknesses. You've got weaknesses. Every one of us in this room, we have weaknesses. Whether we know what your weakness is or not, you have them. You can play games and pretend you don't. We do. And you can't, and Satan will exploit your weaknesses apart from the Holy Ghost help. Help. He will exploit those because that's why God wants you to deal with it and confront the issues of your weaknesses so that you'll grow out of it so that you can be the mighty man and mighty woman of God to the glory of God. Many of you have a power shortage because you refuse to surrender your life to the control of the Holy Ghost. The only way to defeat the flesh, the only way you're going to defeat temptations, how many of you attempted? All of us. How many of you get attacked by the enemy, that devil? The only way you're going to uh, defeat the flesh, temptations, and the devil is through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's through the Holy Spirit's enablement. Number four, it is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from reading and living out the word of God. It is impossible to be a living sacrifice apart from reading and living out the word of God. Apart from the word, you can do nothing. Uh, You need the word of God. I love what Psalms 119 verses 12 through 16 says. 97, tag that on too. It says, blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. That's the word. With my lips, I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts 
and contemplate your ways. Verse 16, I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. I love that part. I will not forget your word. Verse 97 of Psalms 119. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. The word of God helps you to know God. You cannot know, you can't know God apart from the word. No other book can tell you about God like God, like the word of God. The word of God tells you about his will for our lives. It provides a tremendous source of strength. The word of God provides comfort. The word of God provides an assurance. The word of God brings forth hope in the midst of despair. The word of God brings joy. The word of God brings peace. And the word of God helps us to endure. When there is a severe deficiency of the word in our lives, it results in our being weak and frail. A deficiency of the word causes us to become fragile and misdirected. A deficiency of the word of God causes us to be confused and unstable. I mean, I've never seen so many confused saints. You're confused if you think you're going to sin and get away with it. You're confused. That's right. You're confused if you think your sins are not going to find you out. You're confused. And so many in the church are unstable, unstable mothers, unstable fathers, unstable relationships, two-sided relationships. Without the word, you will experience more depression. The word of God is the best antidote against depression. Without the word, your spirit will be more disturbed. I guarantee you're going to be more disturbed. But when when disturbing things happen or come into your life with the word of God, you will not stay disturbed. The word of God helps you to get over your disturbance. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, all of us get disturbed. You're lying if you're saying you don't ever get disturbed. Nothing disturbed me. Something ought to disturb you. But you know what? You get over it sooner when the word of God is resident and live in your life. Apart from the word of God, you're miserable because the word of God brings life. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.